Hello everyone, welcome to Voice of Victory podcast, a weekly presentation coming away from Pentecost International Worship Center, Staten Island, New York. Thank you again for tuning in. Thank you again for making time to listen to this podcast. I pray that it will be a blessing to you. I pray that your life will never be the same. I pray that as you listen, the word of God you hear will bear fruit in your life and your life will never be the same. I pray that the Lord will open your eyes to see the truth from his word and that truth will transform your life in Jesus' mighty name. This week, we bring you another presentation of the word of God as we do every week. And our topic for this week is entitled Deficiencies of not having the Holy Spirit. Deficiencies of not having the Holy Spirit. Our key text is taken from Jude 17 to 25. We all know the book of Jude is only one chapter. So from the verses 17 to 25, we'd like to use that as our key text. So we'd like to just go straight ahead and read our key verse. From Jude 17 to 25. Jude 17, Jude verses 17 to 25. So I read. I like to pay attention to some of the key words. Verses 17 says, But as for you, beloved, remember the prophetic words spoken by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. They used to say to you, in the last days, there will be scoffers following after their own ungodly passions. These are the ones who are agitators, causing divisions, worldly-minded, secular, unspiritual, carnal, merely sensual, unsaved, devoid of the spirit. But you, beloved, build yourselves up on the foundations of your most holy faith. Continually progress, rise like an edifice, higher and higher. Pray in the Holy Spirit. And keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting anxiously and looking forward to the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ which will bring you to eternal life and have no and have mercy on some who are doubting save other others snatching them out of fire on some have mercy with fear loathing even clothing spotted and polluted by their shameless immoral freedom now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and falling into sin and to present you unblemished and blameless, faultless in the presence of his glory with triumphant joy and unspeakable delight to the only God as our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord be glory, majesty, and power before all time and now and forever. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
So, as we said earlier on, the topic that we are looking at this week is deficiencies of not having the Holy Spirit. We just read from our key text in Jude 17 to 25. The word deficiency, according to the dictionary, means lack or in insufficiency of something. To, to lack something or to be insufficient of something. And we have some similar words that are similar, words that are similar to the word deficiency. One of them is the word insufficiency, lack, shortage, inadequacy, deficit, shortfall, scarcity, without, absence, undersupply, deprivation. And according to the text we read in Jude, one key word Jude uses for deficiency is the word devoid. So to, to be devoid of something, to be deficient in something, to have scarcity of something, to be without something, the absence of something, to be under supply of something, to be deprived of something, is what we are looking at in terms of the absence of the Holy Spirit. So in the context of our, study, our studies, our topic says the deficiencies of not having the Holy Spirit. What we are saying is that the deficiencies or the absence of the Holy Spirit, the kind of things that are likely to, pres to be present or to, to see, to, to be experienced when the Holy Spirit is absent in the life of a person. A life devoid of the Holy Spirit and His influences. The absence of the Holy Spirit in a person's life. So in this case, we are looking at, is the, the, the study is going to look go be around, for instance, number one, a person who hasn't believed in the Lord yet. When you see a person who has not believed in the Lord yet, you can clearly tell the absence of the Holy Spirit in many ways. And for the purpose of our study, we'll go through the text and what the scripture says about a person whose life is devoid of the Holy Spirit. When it comes to those of us who are born again as well, when we do not allow the Holy Spirit to have its full cause, there are also signs, there are also symptoms, there are also things that will indicate that such a person, the, the presence of the Holy Spirit in the person's life is not active, or the Holy Spirit is not allowed to have its full cause in a person's life. It could be a group of people, it could be an individual, a place where the Holy Spirit is not allowed to perform or function or rule to have its course, you can clearly tell by the signs or by these indications as stated in Scripture. In such a situation, Scripture presents us with some signs that indicate that the Holy Ghost is not present or the Holy Ghost is not active. And, and, and in such situation, these are some of the signs that scripture opens our eyes into these are some of the indication according to the scriptures first corinthians chapter 12 verse 3 you know when the holy spirit is absent in a life there's always the inability to accept the lordship of jesus christ this could be a person who is not born again yet 
Nobody can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit, as the scripture says. So let's read our scripture. 1 Corinthians 12, 3. 1 Corinthians 12, 3. Therefore, I want you to know that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be accursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So this is clearly presented according to the scripture. The absence of the Holy Spirit in our life, there will always be the inability to accept the Lordship of Jesus. The Lordship of Jesus. And the scripture says, Therefore I want you to know that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be accursed. So, and, and that is the spirit of Antichrist in, to some extent. The Antichrist is against the Spirit of Christ. The Antichrist is against anything that is of Christ. So the absence of the Holy Spirit in any person, you will not be able to accept the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Except by the Holy Spirit, no one can say Jesus is Lord. That is why until a person becomes born again, they will never be able to come under the Lordship of Christ. The word Lordship means master, owner of your life. The ability to fully embrace Christ and do his will, his will and his will alone. Without the help of the Holy Spirit, nobody can bring themselves under the Lordship of Jesus Christ to do his will. That ability comes from God and it comes from the Spirit of God. When we lift up our hands and acknowledge him, he comes into our heart and gives us that divine grace and enablement. So if there is a life that is finding it difficult to accept the Lordship of Jesus, you can clearly tell that that life is devoid of the Holy Spirit. The second sign that we see of a life devoid of the Holy Spirit is that there's always the inability to overcome sin by reason of a life lived by walking according to the dictates of the flesh or the sinful nature. When the Holy Spirit is absent in a life, the flesh is always exalted. And when the flesh is always exalted, that person is bound to walk in sin. Is bound to be engulfed in sin. There will be always that inability to shake off sin. It's like sin becomes your way of life. Sin becomes your 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 the pattern of life in which you move or live in. Why? Because the Holy Spirit, first of all, is not present. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. We see what the scripture is saying here. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are, to, you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Some verses or the fruits of the flesh or the works of the flesh are obvious. 
sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, and drunkenness, orgies, and the like. These are the works of the flesh. And this comes about when the Holy Spirit is not allowed in the life of a person to have his free course or to have his free way or, or his authority in a person's life. It could happen to an unbeliever where the Holy Spirit has not been invited at all in the person's life. And when that happens, the flesh becomes highly exalted. And when the flesh is highly exalted, it leads to all these works of the flesh that scripture mentions. So any life that is devoid of the Holy Spirit, there will always be that inability, inability to shake off sin, to do away with sin. He become a slave to sin. The Holy Spirit gives us the ability to overcome sin. He's the antidote to overcoming sin. He strengthens our inner self or our spirit, who in turn helps overcome, subdue the flesh. You know, the flesh is always susceptible to sin. It's the fallen nature of man. That is why a person cannot fully live for Christ unless they are born again. And when the Holy Spirit comes to indwell you, then he strengthens your inner man who in turn begins to bear the fruit of the Spirit. The number three sign that a life is devoid of the Holy Spirit is the absence of the fruit of the Spirit. This third point and number two point are almost in line. The absence or the inability to bear the fruit of the Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes into a life, He comes to quicken your inner man. You know, the Bible says man was created in the image of God, in the likeness and the image of God. The Bible says God created man out of the dust of the earth and breathed into him and he became a living soul. Breathe the breath of God in man is what the Holy Spirit comes to quicken. And when man sinned and when Adam disobeyed God, that was the part of man that was subdued. That was the part of man that was silenced by reason of disobedience and sin and so when a person becomes born again the holy spirit awakens that breath of god in a man and that is the the part of man that is able to relate to god because it came from god and that is the spirit of man it comes alive in christ jesus by reason of the works of the holy spirit in a person's life so when the holy spirit comes into our lives as we do always as we lift up our hands and say i accept you into my heart i accept jesus into my life jesus the holy spirit in our lives is jesus in our heart so when the holy spirit comes into our heart he lifts and raises up quickens our inner man which is from god which came out of God according to Genesis, which is the breath of God that God breathed into the clay. The Holy Spirit quickens that person, that personality of God, that portion of God in us, which was shut down by reason of sin. And once that spirit within us is quickened by the Holy Spirit, the Bible says that we have to, there must be a sign that that inner person is awake and alive again unto God. And that is what Galatians call them, the fruits of the Spirit. The sign, the fruits, an indication that 
the inner man has been quickened your inner self has been quickened your inner self has been born again and once that is born again there must be signs there must be an indication there must be what we call the fruits of the spirit so any life devoid of the holy spirit there will always be the absence of the fruits of the spirit but any life full of the holy spirit there will be the presence of the fruits of the spirit by reason of the holy spirit presence in us he gives us that grace and ability to bear the fruit and walk in them and walk in them so a life devoid of the holy spirit there will always be absence of the fruits of the spirit the fruits of the spirit is a work of the holy spirit in our spirit he quickens our spirit and gives us that grace to bear that fruit he's not going to bear that fruit for us but once he comes into our spirit he quickens us we bear those fruit and walk in them so a life devoid of the holy spirit there will be absence of this fruit the scripture talks about and some of the fruit the scripture talks about according to galatians as we read in galatians chapter 5 verses 16 to 22 or verses 22 downwards you see this fruit as the scripture lists them so to go back to that point again when the holy spirit is absent is absent in your life his fruit will not be present his fruit will not be present in your life you will struggle to bear his fruit until you allow him to be his to take his lordship to take his rightful place in your life you will not be able to bear his fruit properly accordingly the number four sign or indication of the absence of the holy spirit in a life is the lack of appetite or interest in prayer and in the word of god lack of appetite and interest in prayer in the word of god everywhere the holy spirit comes he comes with the spirit of prayer anywhere the holy spirit arises he comes and arises and stirs up prayer act two forces and they were all filled with their holy spirit and began to speak with other tongues they were all filled with the holy spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit was giving them utterance the holy spirit is a spirit of utterance he grants utterance anywhere or anytime the holy spirit comes upon a life he always brings utterance look out if you look into scripture anytime the holy spirit came upon an individual he gave them the utterance to pray so when you look at the book of Acts, ever since the day the holy ghost descended in the book of acts according to the promise of jesus christ you could tell that the, the disciples never stopped praying they became emboldened to pray even the more because of the coming of the holy spirit so if you have a life if you if you lack that appetite or if you lose that appetite for prayer and that you lose that interest for god's word it's a sign that that life the 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 if you are born again already it's a sign that you are not giving the holy ghost his full course in your life or oh, anybody who is not born again yet it's a sign that you do not have the 
Holy Spirit. When he comes into our lives, he gives us that grace. He draws us because he is the spirit of intercession. Bible says sometimes we do not know how to pray as we ought to, but the spirit himself intercedes for us and gives us and helps our he helps our he helps our infirmities and gives us utterance. He grants us utterance. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of prayer. A life full of the Holy Spirit will always pray. He gives us the grace to pray when he comes into our lives. And, and it takes continuous prayer to keep him, you know. He comes to give us that ability to pray. But to continue in that, we have to continue in prayer to keep him active in our life. Lack of, ap- lack of appetite for prayer or to fellowship with the Lord is a sign that you are gradually quietening the Holy Spirit and you are exhorting the flesh. When the flesh is exhorted, the flesh will dictate and drive you out and away from the presence of God. When the Holy Spirit is not allowed to have its full course, anything spiritual will seem meaningless. But anything that is that satisfies the flesh will be so much meaningful to you. When the Holy Spirit is not allowed to have its full course in a life, if a life is devoid of the Holy Spirit, anything that pleases the flesh will be so much meaningful to you. Anything that is spiritual. That's why there are some people, you, you encourage them, come, let's go for a prayer meeting. They will tell you they, they are tired. They can't go. They give so much excuses. Uh, uh, you cannot test for your own self. There are days that you don't feel like praying. You don't even feel like reading the word of God. It's a sign that you are, you are quietening, you are shutting the Holy Ghost down in your life. And as you exhort the Holy Ghost, as you make him have his full course, you begin to have that appetite and grace for the word of God and for prayer and for fellowshipping in the presence of the Lord. I pray that you will not lose the fire of the Holy Spirit because he comes with fire. He will set your heart ablaze when you allow him. But if you do not allow him, even you lose your interest and appetite for prayer and even for the word of God. The number five indication of a life that is devoid of the Holy Spirit is that there's the lack of power for service. In the book of Acts 1, it says, And you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and then you shall be my witnesses. In the book of Isaiah chapter 61, Jesus said, the spirit of the living god is upon me and he has anointed me to preach so the holy ghost comes over a life and he gives you that power for service so when there's a lack of boldness to preach lack of passion and compassion for the lost it's a sign that the holy spirit is not active it's a sign that the holy spirit is not in that life or in that place lack of power for service it comes with power for service he comes with his giftings, the gift of word of knowledge, word of wisdom, descending of spirit. All these things, gift of healing, gift of faith, are a sign of the presence of the Holy Spirit in a life. When we allow him to be Lord, he comes with all these graces. And he gives us that boldness and power, that compassion for the lost. And gives us his giftings to be in his service. I pray that he will have his focus in our lives. Genuinely, when we accept the Lord, he will give us that grace. When we allow him to have his focus, he will help us in this regard. So, 
we've, we've made mention of all these indications of a life devoid of the Holy Spirit. What then shall we do to make sure that our lives is not devoid of the Holy Spirit? We have to genuinely accept that we lack that Spirit of God. You see, until you, we accept and acknowledge that we have that problem, we will not be able to find solutions to these problems in our lives. Any life that is devoid of the Holy Spirit must genuinely accept that you lack the Spirit of God. Number two, you must decide and be determined and desire to do something about it. Don't just let it be. Do something about it. Number one, genuinely accept Christ or rededicate your life to Him and ask the Holy Spirit to come into your life. In the book of Luke 11, 13, it says that even if men who are evil know how to give good gifts to their children, how much more our Heavenly Father in Heaven give us the Holy Ghost to those who ask Him. In other words, we must ask Him and He will give us the Holy Ghost in our life to help us. Number two, solution to deal with this problem of the absence of the Holy Spirit in a lie or deficiency of the Holy Spirit is that we must desire the fullness of the Spirit. The fullness of the Spirit in our life. We must desire it. He's not going to force himself in your life until you desire that fullness. He's not going to do it for you. In Ephesians chapter 5 verses 18, that's a very popular text we all know. Ephesians 5 verses 18 and I read do not get drunk on wine which leads to debauchery instead be filled with the Holy Spirit speaking to one another with psalms hymns and songs of the Spirit so the scripture in Ephesians is asking and encouraging us that we should not be drunk with wine that leads to debauchery but instead we must be filled with the Holy Spirit a continual desire it's not a one-time event it's not a one-time situation where we ask the holy spirit into our life we must desire the holy spirit in our life we must number one ask the father ask god genuinely accept our our inability our lack of him and then come to him and desire him in ephesians 5 18 it says that be drunk with the holy spirit number three we have to avail and surrender ourselves daily to the spirit's leading prompting guidance we have to be careful that we do not grieve the holy spirit we do not grieve the holy spirit as it said in ephesians 4 do not grieve the holy spirit which was given to you as your sealer number four we must embrace the master the lord jesus christ we must desire to fellowship with jesus christ fellowship with jesus christ brings the holy ghost brings the power brings his grace in his presence is fullness of joy the scripture says that the lord is that spirit and where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty the lord is that spirit so fellowshipping in the presence of jesus brings us into the presence of the holy spirit and when we come into the presence of the holy spirit he emboldens us he makes his home and abode in our heart Acts chapter 4 verse 13 when they saw the courage of peter and john and realized that they were unschooled and they were ordinary men they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with jesus so a life spent daily with jesus is noticeable if you will make it a point to spend daily time 
and fellowship and communion in the presence of Jesus, it will be noticed. Eyes will see that this man came from the presence of Jesus. For no man encounters the Lord and becomes the same. Nobody who has ever met the Messiah, nobody who ever meets the Messiah daily on daily basis will come out the same. For when you go into his presence, he will overshadow you with the spirit of grace. Beloved, I pray that we all analyze and look into our lives according to the presentation that the scripture gives us. The scripture, our studies today is giving us indications to know that a life is deficient of the Holy Spirit. A life is devoid of the Holy Spirit. I pray that our lives will not be devoid of the Holy Spirit. A life devoid of the Holy Spirit is a struggle. It's a shame. It's backwards. It's full of difficulties in life, in serving God, in working with God, in pleasing God. But a life full of the Holy Spirit is full of peace. It's full of joy. It's full of the grace and the glory of God. I pray that the Spirit of God will remain in our lives. I pray that from time to time we'll re-examine our lives anywhere where we are seeing the inactivities of the Holy Spirit. We will allow Him to have His full course in our lives. May the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. I wouldn't like to end this session without giving you the opportunity to accept Jesus. And if you have accepted Jesus, I would like to also give you the opportunity to rededicate your life. And also pray that the Holy Spirit will have its focus in your life. In Jesus' mighty name. If you want to accept Jesus, pray this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, I come to you. I open up my heart. Come into my life. Have your way. Cleanse me with the blood. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Wash me. I thank you. I will serve you all the days of my life. Stay in my heart. I'll walk with you. I'll please you in Jesus' mighty name. If you have prayed this prayer, know that the Lord has forgiven you. He's ever ready to come into your heart. If you have prayed this prayer, there's another important step to take. Find a Bible-believing church to join. If you need information as to how you can go about it, we would like to give you this information. You can also fellowship with us. And the information is SIPIWC at gmail.com. You may have any prayer need. You may have any questions concerning today's presentation and any other subject of faith. Please feel free to contact us and we will be there to help you accordingly to the glory of God in Jesus' mighty name. So if you need to contact us, please feel free to do so by using this Gmail address s-i-p-i-w-c at gmail.com s-i-p-i-w-c at gmail.com please contact us and we will pray with you i'd like to end this session by also praying for people that want to rededicate their life and people who are feeling as though their life is devoid of the holy spirit that the holy spirit will have its full cause in jesus mighty heavenly father i pray for that one who would like to rededicate their lives who is weak in faith. I pray that you will strengthen them, lift them up in Jesus' name. Any life that is devoid of the Holy Spirit, I pray, O oh God, Spirit divine, visit that life in the name of Jesus. Renew our life. Renew our love. Renew our hearts. Renew us, O oh God. Renew our strength 
give us the grace to soar on the wings as eagles into your presence. Thank you. We rededicate our lives. I pray for that one dedicating their lives, O oh God, that you continue to be with them, direct their course, all the days of their lives. In Jesus' mighty name. May you fill us up. Let us be full of your presence. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you. Amen. We bless the Lord for how far his brothers. May the Lord bless you for being with us. May the Lord bless you for making time to listen to this podcast. I pray that even as you listen and you become a blessing to you, you will not keep it to yourself, but also keep sharing to friends and family that the Lord will bless you. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you, cause his face to shine on you until we meet again. God bless you. Amen. Whisper.